0: Welcome to Unsupervised Learning, where we explore the models, patterns, and ideas that prepare you for what's coming next. Alright, welcome to Unsupervised Learning, this is Daniel Meisler, and I am being hit with allergies, so it sounds like I'm super sick, which I am not, but apologize for the voice anyway. And starting off with security news, Google released an open source scanner for vulnerabilities in project dependencies. It's a front end to the OSV database that links dependency lists to their vulnerabilities. The latest updates for Apple software fixed a new zero day that could be used to hack iPhones. Discovered by a Google tag researcher, Clement LeSigne, the flaw was a type confusion flaw with WebKit. NSA says Chinese hackers are actively exploiting the new Citrix Zero Day. GitHub has enabled secret scanning on all public repositories. NIST is telling everyone to move off of SHA-1 by 2030. NSA cyber director says Russia is attacking the global energy sector. FBI has seized domains for 48 DDoS for higher services. Marco Rubio is pushing a TikTok ban in Congress, and it's got some bipartisan support as well. The IRS leaked the data for 120. The IRS leaked data for 112,000 taxpayers. Again, and some has released patches for multiple high security issues. You can't secure what you don't know exists, but gaining visibility into all your cybersecurity assets and SaaS apps can feel impossible. Luckily, Exonius can help. The Exonius solution correlates asset data from your existing tools to provide an always up to date inventory uncover gaps, and automate action, giving IT and security teams the confidence to control complexity. Visit axonius.com slash unsupervised learning to learn more and try it free. That's axonius.com slash unsupervised learning. Technology news. China has banned AI-generated content that doesn't have a watermark. TikTok is adding landscape videos, which will make it even more of a problem for YouTube and other competitors. Twitter shutting down its newsletter platform review as part of its streamlining and lighting things on fire. And speaking of Twitter, they spent the last week in absolute turmoil. It's hard to even capture all the things that happened. It's like 18 months of corporate drama in the span of seven days. First, they, and by they, I mean, he banned a bunch of journalists. Then he let them back in saying the suspension was temporary. But after banning mentions of many competitor networks such as Mastodon, Instagram, etc. It appears that the journalist could have been targeted just for being critical of Musk, because it looks like those journalists did recently write some critical stuff about Musk. Then to cap it off, he ran a poll asking if he should step down as CEO, and the internet said yes. And of course, those numbers are fluctuating, but it seemed a pretty resounding yes. I think this man, one, needs to sleep, and two, needs an adult to take control before he completely destroys the $44 billion platform he just purchased. Human news, a large number of Gen Z workers evidently experience tech shame from not being comfortable with new technologies. San Francisco has the emptiest downtown in America, and the U.S. Copyright Office has ruled that AI art cannot be copyrighted. Although I'm not sure if that's copyrighted original article said copyrighted, so I'm gonna leave it like that. Ideas and analysis. AI and smart locks. The AI thing reminds me of smart locks. People say smart locks aren't good enough because you can hack them, forgetting that regular locks are trivially bypassed. AI fails a lot, but so do humans. The threshold isn't failure. It's being good enough in enough situations. Your domain is your digital home. Twitter might turn out to be another example of why you should build your personal digital presence off of your domain, not on a platform. A lot of people have spent tens of thousands of hours getting popular on Twitter, and it can go away like medium or blogspot very quickly. You Need to ask yourself, what would happen if platform X went away? If the answer is that you'd be screwed, find ways to make that not true. AI will have a K-shaped impact. I like the concept of K-shaped for explaining things. K-shaped economic recoveries, for example, are recoveries where the bottom part of the population suffers or declines, while the top part thrives. This is the answer to the competing narratives around AI. Some say it'll remove millions of jobs and that people are super screwed. Others say it'll augment the creative and help them create more businesses and be even more effective in the businesses that they already have. And I say yes and yes both are true, and neither negates the other. The only question is, what percentage of people will get left behind by the tech, and what percentage will use it to thrive? That's the part nobody knows. It's hard to say because, one, we don't know how good the tech will get or how fast, and two, we also don't know how well people in society will adapt to finding other work for replaced employees. But I'd say this is all pretty much guaranteed. Millions and possibly even billions will enter what Harari calls the useless class, which sounds very judgmental, but really just means they won't be able to provide something to the market that an AI or a robot can't do better. And that's to the market, not to other humans like family and friends. But not being able to provide something to the market really matters. It's been the source of pride and respect for humans basically forever. So this K shape is something we need to be thinking about a lot. In short, how are we going to help the people on the lower part of the K? who can't use AI to thrive. And the next piece here, no, ChatGPT isn't just a stupid next word completion machine. So as one would expect, there are many people on the internet saying that ChatGPT is all, or at least mostly hype. The argument is that GPT is just a transformer model that haphazardly writes the next word in a sentence. So it's not actually intelligent. To me, this misses the point entirely. Yes, it's technically true that the mechanism used is writing the next word in a sequence, but this doesn't capture the most impressive advance in the field. Because of the size and the quality and the way it's set up, the ChatGPT model effectively understands what it's completing. So here's an example. Write a love song from Luke to Leia in the voice of Dylan. That's all I said. So that's quote and end quote. Write a love song from Luke to Leia in the voice of Dylan. And here's the result. Well, I grew up on Tatooine, never dreamt I'd fall in love, but there was something about Leia I couldn't quite shake off. She was beautiful and strong, more fierce than anyone I know, the kind of girl that made me feel like I could change the galaxy too. But love's a funny thing, never working like it should. Turns out Leia was my sister, and loving her just ain't no good. (laughs) Still, I think about her often, wonder how things could have been if we hadn't been torn apart way back when we were just kin. Yeah, forbidden love ain't easy. Don't matter if it's right or wrong. I'll stick with you forever like words to an old sad song. <laughs> now that is not a great song. Okay. I, I didn't like it. And I'm sure if I asked chat to make it again, it would make it better, right? Because you could just keep, you know, shaking the eight ball and it'll keep giving you different stuff. But To do this requires that the AI understands one, forbidden love, two, that it's forbidden to love your sister in that way, three, that Luke and Leia were from Star Wars and they were brother and sister, which I never mentioned any of that, four, the songwriting style of Bob Dylan, and five, how songs are formed using various pieces to make a whole song. So sure, you could call that just completing the next word. But you could also say love is just a bunch of chemicals and hormones, or that watching a sunrise with your one true love is just a morning observation of a star appearing over the eastern horizon. You can call it what you want, but anything that can write a Dylan song about Luke's incestuous love for Leia in three seconds is a goddamn miracle. Notes. So I'm extremely pissed at Elon, but I also see that he's struggling, not sleeping and generally making an ass of himself kind of reminds me of Kanye. And it doesn't remove my anger at what they've said or done, but it layers it with some degree of compassion for a completely flailing human being. But I'm still thinking about this. I'm trying to think it through, figure out how much is appropriate to dislike them versus pity them. Wonderful book club yesterday. We talked about the book Ram or Rom and had one of our wonderful members guide us through its teachings through the lens of Indian mythology. And that led to lots of discussion about morality across different cultures. And we finished by picking out next month's book, which is going to be absolutely fantastic. And there won't be a newsletter or podcast next week. It's family and chill time for most people. So I hope you have a wonderful holiday break. And now the discovery section, apk.sh, a bash script that makes it easier to reverse engineer Android applications. It automates the common tasks of pulling, decoding, rebuilding, and patching an APK. Artificial intelligence, how to detect AI generated text, perplexity.ai, get a summary of anything. This thing is really, really effective. Six types of businesses that will be disrupted by ChatGBT-like technologies. The more metrics you track, the less you know. Binance is eft The 2022 adversary infrastructure report. Substack appears to be using tons of code from ghost. A dashboard that shows COVID and MPXV in wastewater in multiple locations and the scourge of job title inflation. Recommendation of the week one. Take inventory of the platforms you use for your identity, online, and brand. Realize that all of them can go away, with Twitter as a case in point about volatility. Make sure your core content is all primarily at your domain, with all other platforms being syndication channels and nothing more. And four, assume all those channels are temporary and always use your domain as the home base. In the aphorism of the week, Everything has been said before, but since nobody listens, we have to keep going back and beginning all over again. Everything has been said before, but since nobody listens, we have to keep going back and beginning all over again. Andre Gide. Unsupervised Learning is produced and edited by Daniel Miesler on a Neumann U87 AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie with the Y. And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmiesler.com slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.